the Sons and Daughters podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hayner, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry. Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters podcast. I'm Tina Hayner, and this is my husband, my... You're going to love this. Oh, no. <laughs> it's very unique. Melodic husband. He uh, he likes to sing. We have worship toms, and he mm. comes up with some neat little choruses and things. And I, yeah. yeah. I got the music you, in you. You got, got the music in you. It's melodic. That, I would, there you go. I'm like a little bird yeah. perched per- <laughs> on the fence. Uh, well, brothers and sisters, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm going to forego singing, uh, but uh, which I, wouldn't be bad. Well, I'm really glad that you could be with us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am Andy Hayner, and uh, I am here with my lovely, always lovely wife, Tina Hayner. And we're leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministries, and the Sons and Daughters podcast is our podcast that we devote to encouraging you to know who you are uh, in Christ, not just know it from a head knowledge standpoint, but to be able to experience the life of Christ as your life so that you can walk as a son or a daughter of the living God. And that is our blessing and our privilege through being born again. What made you born again was Christ planted his life inside of you. You know, it's uh, been kind of fun with our uh, local church uh, fellowships here. We've been uh, looking at the Word together, and one of the things that I kind of caught a vision for is there was a lot of us that have a uh, uh, that are at the stage where we've got some uh, younger people in the Lord that you know they've they've kind of gotten grounded fairly well in New Testament revelation, but a lot of them are having a, a desire to get into the Old, Old Testament, Testament and. Not as uh, much exposure. Yeah, and so I uh, kind of pitched it to our leadership uh, group about uh, you know putting together a mashup of uh, New Testament, Old Testament, so that we could cover the basics of the Old mm-hmm. Testament, but from a New Covenant perspective. It's really important when you're covering the Old Testament to look at it through a New Covenant perspective, mm-hmm. I believe. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, so one of the things that uh, we look at in the creation story is that God is planting a garden and Mm -hmm. in the garden uh, there are living things and in those living things the garden yeah the garden is the environment for the seed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but out of the dirt of the garden God Um, creates man mm -hmm. and there's a seed that is to be planted in the man Mm -hmm. That unfortunately, we walk out of the garden without the fruit of the tree of life inside of us mm-hmm. bearing fruit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so here we are, dust to dust. You know, we uh, are dirt waiting to become dirt instead of the garden that is bearing the fruit of the seed mm-hmm. until Christ comes along. Right. And then we're actually born again. Changes everything. He's the grain of wheat who comes down and the then goes into the dirt so dies. that he might be raised up bearing much, much fruit, fruit. Yeah. so that the life of God can be reproduced mm-hmm. and not just possessed by Jesus, but also imparted to us and through us to others. And that's what God wants, mm-hmm. is for us to live by his life. So anyway, 
glad you could join us. <laughs> That's for sure. God is doing really good things. There's a lot going on. It's kept us fairly well busy uh, in between uh, mm-hmm. our family events. Yes. Uh, we and had, work. <laughs> and work. Yeah, we had a Memorial Day weekend, uh, which was uh, actually our son and father. My father, yeah. Yeah, father-in-law for me. Mm-hmm. Their birthday. birthday. That was yeah. kind of neat. Birthday that, celebration. Uh, yeah, our oldest son was born on Tina's dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. So they share a birthday, and that's always kind of fun to see them together. But that said, uh, still making disciples and, and taking names. And uh, <laughs> this morning we had a really good um, fellowship. We've been yeah. going through the Book of Acts with a, a group of people on Saturday mornings and uh, doing that to learn the story of the New Testament. Right. Um, but uh, today we got to the part where Paul is making his defense. He just got, uh, he got to Jerusalem and uh, anyway, the there were some people that stirred up trouble. His persecutors followed him uh, from the Asian region and accused him of having led Gentiles into the temple. And he started a riot, basically. And Paul gives a ch- gets a chance to speak to the Jews. Mm-hmm. And uh, in his telling his story, he briefly recounts um, the early days of his Christian life of mm-hmm. encountering Christ on the road and. Uh, it was just really, we had a really good discussion, yeah, and God kind of brought out some good uh, insights in that. Yeah, back to the back to the basics. It's good. It's good to kind of go over our story sometimes, um, and it's good to look at look at Paul's um, and 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 make some key observations out of it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the the first one. I don't know. Would you, were you going to want to read yeah, it go, first? Go ahead. Because it is a kind of a longer thing, but out of Acts, uh, yeah. The first thing we see, he, the Lord, the Lord encounters him, the bright light, and he falls on his face. But the first thing Paul asks is, "Who are you, Lord? Yeah, who are you?" So we kind of camped out on that for a little bit. That, uh, yeah, whoever you are, you're the Lord. And yeah, then, Lord, who and are then, you, Lord? But Jesus revealed Himself in a mm-hmm. really important way. He said. Mm-hmm. I'm Jesus of Nazareth, so he mm-hmm. he's connected with the a real life person a, yeah, from a real life place. This isn't just some mm-hmm. mystical Christ in all of us type of thing. Mm-hmm. This is the Christ, the right. Jesus of Jesus Nazareth, the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, whom you are persecuting. Yeah, and, identifies with his church. Yeah, mm-hmm. Paul, as of yet, had never laid eyes that we know of on the physical Jesus of Nazareth, and. In his persecution, it set out pretty clearly that he was going to persecute disciples mm-hmm. um, and followers of the, the way. And then Jesus said, you're persecuting me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that became the seed planted in Paul that he's not just the Lord um, of glory who died, rose again in the seat at the right hand of God the Father. That is true. But that's not the fullness of Christ. Christ now dwells in mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. that are in his it's body. the expression and it, of his body. And, yeah. and that's why Paul became the source of so much revelation mm. uh, in the New Testament. Because he asked, who are you? Well, mm-hmm. uh, I am the full Christ, the, the, the Lord that's raised up, but then the Lord who's also indwelling right. and has a, has a full body. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the presence of those that you're persecuting. So and, it's me uh, you're persecuting. 
And so that was uh, central and mm-hmm. foundational to God's revelation of Paul uh, to Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's got to be foundational for us that we're asking yeah. that question. Of, Who are you? Yeah. I need to know you, who you really are. And it's a great question. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we know we're in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Every time you open the Bible, every mm-hmm. time you pray, um, you're in the presence of God. But then at the same time, you're like, who are you? I want to know who you are. Yeah. And it, it's an interesting response. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, because he could have said anything. He's like, ow. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he could have just, um, he could have asked anything. You know, like, why did you knock me off my horse? Or why mm-hmm. can't I see? Like, why? Yeah, why so by? Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he could have asked anything. But he he knew that he was being encountered by the Lord God of Israel because he's not going to call somebody else Lord. Lord. Um, and he says, who? Who are yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, a, there's person. a personal, it's a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, he asked another question, though, and he said, what shall I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was this sense of, okay, um, now what, does this what do you mean want me to do? The, right, but but those are two great questions. You mm-hmm. know, if you're reading your Bible and you're in the presence of God, Lord, who are you? Right. And what do you what, want what me, to, me do? to do? How do you want to change how my life? Proceed? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I align myself with you? How do I acknowledge your lordship? Mm-hmm. Well, it was here that we kind of uh, seemed like God started double clicking on things and opening things up mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, he, the Lord then responds to Paul and says, get up and go on to Damascus. And there you're going to be told all the things that have been appointed for you to do. And he was on his way to Damascus already. Yeah. So. But God stopped him. God stopped him. And now he sent him on to Damascus. You're still going to go there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sending you, though. Yeah. And now you're going because I told you. Right. Not because you have letters from the priest that you're going to go Or you're there to people. persecute. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not there on your own on your mission. Mm-hmm. But you're there on mine. Right. You th- well, and the th- truth is, Paul thought he was on the Lord's mission. He mm-hmm. thought he was doing God a favor, right? Exactly. But God's like, no, this is now you really know me. And, and that's important because, you know, a lot of times when we first come to know Christ, um, you know, we're already uh, involved in life. We're starting mm-hmm. to go a certain direction. I remember I was in college, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people that meet Christ as an adult, they, you know, they've got ambitions, and mm-hmm. what was driving those things mm-hmm. um, may not be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Jesus encounters us, and we want our lives to count for Him. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of people that have at times you know, gone through this whole, well, I don't know if that's from God or not. And, and it's mm. good to ask the question, sure. well, what do you want me to right. do? To but, that kind of heart. but sometimes he just keeps us sending, going the same direction we were going, but mm-hmm. now we're going for him. Yeah. Now we're going uh, in obedience to him. Like mm-hmm. maybe you were pursuing to be a doctor mm-hmm. and then somehow in the midst of all this, you uh, meet Christ. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean he doesn't want you to be a doctor, mm-hmm. uh, it, but now you're going to do it for Jesus. Right. Maybe gonna you were going to be a musician mm-hmm. or or this or that, but now he sends you on. Keep going. Keep going that direction, mm-hmm. but now you're doing it in obedience to me. Right. You know, I was thinking of, of um, something we were with a group of young people last night for some worship time, and mm-hmm. um, we were kind of talking about 
being devoted to Christ. And one of the young men shared about how um, he knows the job that he has right now is just for a, for a season, and um, and it's not particularly motivating for him or whatever. But he recently um, got a revelation from uh, the book of Colossians where he uh, Paul encourages the people basically when you do your work, work as if it's for the Lord or to the Lord and how that changed everything. He said, he said it changed everything. I'm I'm still doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm still pressure washing houses, but now now I'm doing it for Jesus. So when I'm getting those windows really clean and I'm, you know, I'm doing it the best I can because I'm doing it for him. And, uh, so it does that he's same thing, you know, Maybe the actual practices of what we're doing is not changing that much, but how we do it, yeah, it's definitely and the why it changes exactly. And I and I think that really is what it comes down to mm-hmm. is is letting Jesus become your why. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm. This is unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. This is obedience to Him. This is following through on what I know to do right now. Yeah. And, but it's interesting that Jesus kind of gave him a simple thing to do, go to Damascus, <laughs> sure. and there you're going to be shown. Well, Paul could have just said, go to Damascus. What am I going to Damascus for? I mean, why don't I go back to Jerusalem? Mm-hmm. You know, he could have got all up in his head and just gone back mm-hmm. and not obeyed. But Jesus gave him something simple, simple. to do. Mm-hmm. And then once you obey that, there mm-hmm. you're going to be shown the next, the next things. Mm-hmm. Um and that is very indicative of how God works yes. in in my life and most of our lives. You <laughs> most know? people you wind up talking to, we we sometimes want this grand picture and and a plan. I don't think I've ever heard someone say, "Yeah, God gave me a five year plan." I've heard <laughs> Just, some people say it, but they then, have their own plan. But then I realized, yeah, they came up with it. <laughs> yeah, and they thought, you know, well, this is this is God's plan for my next five years. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, we'll see. Yeah. And five years later, usually, nah, yeah. that was not it. You, uh, you came up with that. Maybe you were doing some prayer and fasting and got a few things. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes our need to get a plan from God and our determination to do that might actually keep us from being uh, able to experience a walk with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I love about going on mission trips and and it's funny taking teams over uh is that you know i don't really have a plan i, I have a general mission right. that we're going to go mm-hmm. on but i leave it to our local host to come up with the plan you know where are we going to be when we're going to get picked mm-hmm. up you know how many people are going to be there how long we're going to spend this place versus the next all that they do that mm-hmm. they they make the planning mm-hmm. all i do is is get in the van when they tell me to get in the van and they point and I shoot, you know, they mm-hmm. just show me this is where I want you to be. Uh, and, and then, you know, and so we just, I don't have to know the plan. Right. I just know the person and mm-hmm. I do the next thing that they tell they me say. to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know that it's all in line with the mission, but it sort of takes all the pressure off of me. But mm-hmm. I know, you know, from having led several teams in different places, you know, people are all the time like, so what are we doing tomorrow? And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I don't really know. We're going to meet here in the morning <laughs> at eight. <laughs> We're going to have breakfast and devotions. And then 
Um, pastor is going to pick us up at nine and then we're going to go wherever he tells us and do whatever he tells us to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and at first people just don't like that, you know, because we like to sort of know ahead of time and we Mm -hmm. find some security in that. Yeah. Uh, but partly, honestly, it brings us to this place of surrender and trust and just saying, you know, Lord, uh, I'm going to do what you show me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly what he did with with Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, go to Damascus there. I'll show you the rest. Right. And when he's there, then he sends a, a brother in mm-hmm. the Lord, right. Ananias, uh, who then lays his hands on Paul and tell and he regains his yes, sight right. and then tells him you've been appointed to preach the gospel to all people mm-hmm. now what are you waiting on get up and get, get baptized, baptized and call on the name, name of the, the lord, lord for the forgiveness of your sins mm-hmm. and uh you know so he gave him this grand mm-hmm. picture of you're gonna you've been appointed to preach the gospel to everybody but first <laughs> first uh, thing you need to do and that can lead to the next question of what do I do next? Yeah. And and then it's like and get it. baptized, right. you know. Start off. So the uh, the thing that we we came away with was that you know God uh, has a call on each of our lives, has a purpose on our lives, but for every one of us, it's that daily obedience. Right. It's the obey Him in the next small thing, mm-hmm. because there is no no way to jump into the big thing. Right. Except walk with Jesus today. He's doing the big thing. He's got the big plan, mm-hmm. and uh, and and partly this was you know with that this other thing that really stood out was that Jesus said, "There, I'll tell you what's next." But he didn't tell him directly. He no, said, he sent someone else to. Yes, mm-hmm. and it was no less hearing from God. No. Because somebody, because Jesus spoke to uh, Paul through Ananias, through Ananias. Mm-hmm. and that's something else that I think we have to get over mm-hmm. is that, yeah, in American Christianity, humble ourselves to receive from one another. We so uh, have an individualistic yeah. mindset a lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, and as we pursue hearing from God, quote unquote. Um, in the prophetic, and, and I think that that's a definite real thing that we all need to grow in, and that's mm-hmm. part of our legacy of uh, your sons and daughters will prophesy, we'll hear from God. We have direct interaction through the Holy Spirit, but we need to learn to hear from the Holy Spirit in all areas, mm-hmm. and a large portion of that is not just hearing from Him directly, you know, go to Damascus, and I'll tell you, mm-hmm. um, but when he's at Damascus, he doesn't tell him the same way. He doesn't say, okay, you know, now he's encountering me from a flash of light again. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, getting all this detailed instruction, that is not how the Lord does it. Mm-hmm. He sends a man. And through that man, he says, God sent me to you. Mm-hmm. Regain your sight. God's appointed you to preach the gospel to all peoples. Now, what are you waiting on? Get up and be baptized. Mm-hmm. So it was the next big, it was mm-hmm. the next simple thing, but learning to receive words from God. And this is the interesting thing is that uh, now get up and be baptized. 
that that didn't originate with Ananias. Mm-mm. That was a command from Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, we need to learn to value the Word of God that mm-hmm. has been recorded right, for, for us mm-hmm. uh, in the word in the Scriptures. We need to value our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in the Lord and hearing what Jesus says to us through them. Right. Um, and we need to learn that uh, simple obedience is the pathway mm-hmm. to fulfilling God's grand, grand call scheme. on our life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the big, big picture. Sometimes I've seen people get way too interested like they'll they they're they're paying no attention to their daily life now mm-hmm. because they they've been told and they know and they have a sense of call in their life. You have a destiny. You're yeah. gonna yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, God's gonna use you for this and that. And they're confident. And I believe probably right. they've heard from the Lord. Yeah, yeah. But they haven't realized that the path to get to the big picture starts today mm-hmm. and just. Doing the next good thing that, that Jesus, Jesus shows, shows you, you to do, mm-hmm. obeying Him today in the simple thing, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting because Paul, you know, from that point on, he goes, he start, he preaches the gospel in the synagogue in Damascus, and then he goes back to Jerusalem, and they don't receive him there, so he goes back to Tarsus for a bit, mm-hmm. and then Barnabas remembers. Paul and goes and gets him and brings him to Antioch Mm -hmm. and they just do simple churchy stuff there, you know, Mm -hmm. building up the saints Mm -hmm. in that area. Mm -hmm. And from there in a prayer meeting, the Holy Spirit speaks again. Right. I want Barnabas and Paul. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was simple daily obedience and God working through his body by helping. Paul couldn't become Paul and fulfill his calling without Barnabas. Right. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and so it's nice to remember, listen, I can't make this happen. Right. Uh, I can't fulfill God's call on my life and be used of him in some significant way um, in and of myself. For me, I need to learn to know who the Lord is mm-hmm. and obey him today in the small things and the simple things. You know, think of my wife um, <laughs> having invested a significant amount of her life. And she's very talented, very gifted, capable of leadership and at a, a high level. Um, ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, uh, she organizes me pretty good. Believe me that. Ask my friends. I say, yeah, she's good at delegating. <laughs> yeah, her spiritual gift is delegating. Ask ask me. I'm her chief delegatee. <laughs> and, uh, and she invested a significant portion of her life and talent into mm-hmm. homeschooling our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and working a large degree behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, when when I met Tina, she wasn't behind the scenes at all. Uh, she was out front and uh, and in our home. Believe me, she this this may look behind the scenes to you, <laughs> <laughs> but at home she is the scene. <laughs> uh, and uh, so you know, sometimes we we can wonder, you know. What is God ever going to do with my life? Mm-hmm. 
And I think we we could often sell ourselves short and feel like, well, this doesn't seem very significant. Uh, you know, just sharing the gospel with a few people. Most of them rejected me. And, right. you know, I don't have any. But if you're doing what God's asked you to do, it's that. That's of obedience. The whole Jerusalem church, you know, the yep. whole happening, happening church and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they're, they don't even accept me there. I, I, you know, I get out this reject church at the, <laughs> uh, that is just populated by Gentiles, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we pray together and, and seek the Lord and God's doing cool things and, who knows where that'll lead? Well, you just keep obeying mm-hmm. God in the small things. Yeah. And uh, you might be amazed that uh, if you just act and and uh, act on what Jesus says, keep getting to know him. Mm-hmm. Lord, who are you? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? And just keep mm-hmm. doing what he shows you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. You'll be amazed at how the depths of your relationship with God and your simple obedience will create a spiritual uh, impact that will bless the nations. Mm -hmm. I've seen that with my wife. (laughs) Look at the kids that uh, God's uh, raising up in our home and Mm -hmm. the disciples, the little train of disciples (laughs) of young women and and, uh, that have been influenced by her. She's always got a few people she's pouring into, and uh, and then they're going on and pouring into others. Mm-hmm. Well, that, uh, that's been a little bit of the road that we've been on. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I've stood on a lot of platforms and had a lot of, uh, uh, you know, more notoriety. Uh, this seems like a simple season in ministry. But, uh, you know, just doing what we're, we're well, showing, mm-hmm. uh, I can already see the seeds of, of, of uh, a great harvest yes. uh, coming forth, and I yeah. praise God for that. Yeah, going when He says go. Yeah, move when He says move. I mean, Jesus, He, you know, He preached to five thousand, but He spent a lot of His ministry just with the disciples, hanging out with the, these the people that were following Him, twelve guys, mm-hmm. and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, brothers and sisters, we hope this encourages you wherever you're at that you would uh, realize the significance of of obeying Jesus today, uh, getting to know him today, and just keep doing that. Follow him one day at a time. 20 years from now, you'll be exactly where he wants you to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is the important thing. Uh, Just great things are accomplished through simple obedience and faithfulness. You'll get further down the road that way. Yeah, and he's faithful. He knows the steps of getting you from where you are now to where he wants you to be. That's the truth. So, he knows the, the steps that we should. You don't have to know the plan; mm-hmm. just know just the planner. That's right. Just that's right. Jump in the van, get out when he tells you. <laughs> do what he says when you get there. Yeah. yeah. Well, brothers and sisters, we hope this encourages you. Uh, it certainly does us. If you'd like additional resources from our ministry, you'll find them at fullspeedimpact.com. And uh, we release a new podcast every Sunday at six p.m. So if this encourages you, check back next Sunday. Lord willing, there'll be another one uploaded. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you then. In the meanwhile, continue to walk in the fullness of Christ and impact the world around you. Mm-hmm.